Ring Out the Old Jennifer Prescott sat in her daughter Natalie's hospital room, holding four-year-old Davy on her lap. Her arms were numb from his weight, but he'd long since fallen asleep, and she didn't want to disturb him. Nicole, Natalie's twin, kept vigil beside her sister's bed, holding on to her hand for dear life. This was the fourth trip to the emergency room in the last two months, and this time the doctors insisted that Natalie undergo surgery to repair the hole in her intestine caused by Crohn's disease. Jen had Crohn's too, and well knew the pain her daughter was in. The operation would at least give Natalie some relief— but the surgeon wanted to build her up a little more first in order to strengthen her tissues. An IV on one side dripped antibiotics into Natalie's arm, and another dripped life-giving sustenance through a chest tube to give her much-needed nourishment. As if all this weren't enough, her husband of fifteen years had taken her aside in the ER to tell her that he'd had enough. He'd coped with Jen's constant sickness for too long, and he just couldn't cope with their daughter being sick, too. And what if, in a few years, Davy got this nasty disease? He couldn't stand by and watch his baby boy suffer, too. He had already accepted a transfer to California and would be leaving for the coast as soon as they knew that Natalie was going to be okay. He would keep them on the insurance and would send money when he could— but he was starting a new life, too, and didn't know how much he could spare. California was expensive. David had no idea how to handle money. Jen had done it all, and he didn't have a clue as to how much money it took to raise a child, let alone three children. Jen had been too tired and too heartsick over Natalie to react to David's announcement, but she knew she couldn't hold it inside forever, or maybe she'd have to. She'd have to be strong for her children. Natalie must never believe that it was her illness that had driven her father away. She had enough to cope with in her young life. Now David was leaning over Natalie to kiss her goodnight. Natalie, honey, I have to leave now, but I promise I'll be back tomorrow as soon as I can, he told his daughter gently, smoothing back her hair. Jen had no doubt that David loved his children very much, he went to all of their recitals and plays. He'd coached a youth football team so the twins could be cheerleaders. He took Davy to the park to feed the ducks and play catch. He really was a good father. He just wasn't strong enough to handle it when they were sick or even when they were unhappy. Despite her own poor health, Jen was forced to be the rock in the family. She was the one who'd had to dole out the discipline. David couldn't bear to punish or even scold the children. And if one of them had a problem in school, he went through agony over it, but left it to Jen to handle. David only came out of his study when the crisis was over, and then he was all smiles and teasing, sharing in the laughter, but never the tears. But they'd built a life together, made a family together, and Jen still loved him, she thought maybe he still loved her, too, but sometimes love just wasn't enough. She looked up when David put his hand on her shoulder. "'Are you staying?' he asked her softly. "'Yes,' she nodded. "'I don't want Natalie to be all alone and scared.' David sighed, knowing that would be Jen's answer. She was a good mother, 
but he knew he was a good father too, in his own way. Jen just didn't understand that kids needed love and laughter, and if they got that, they would grow up fine. How about I take Nicole and Davy home? They need to get to bed. Jen nodded, turning her face away. There was concern in David's voice and sorrow in his eyes, and she just couldn't take that right now. Did you bring your emergency bag in with you? If not, I'll get it before I take the kids. No, I have it. Jen had learned a long time ago to keep a bag in her car with books, a deck of cards, money, and essential toiletries for those unexpected runs to the hospital. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. He leaned down to pick up Davy. Call me if you need anything.